jumps in. What the fuck? Every time. Fuck you, Craig. Fuck Craig. You fucking Fred. Uh, I'm Ethan. That was really creepy. Yeah, um, really I'm Hunter. I I am Nick. And I'm Miss Lowless. Who's loud? I believe you're Miss Long Dicks. I'm Miss Long. I'm Miss Long Dicks. It's like we still all have dicks in the name in this chat. Yeah, Big Dick Nick, Liberty and Land Dicks, Miss Long Dicks, and Slick Dick Spits. Yeah. Because his slick dick does spits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're off to our usual bullshit. We actually have something. Uh, I want to say it's, it's. I mean, it's government. So it's take that as you will. But how uh, how the government's trying to pull a sneaky on us and uh, throw in some real dumb shit you guys probably heard a lot about it hr 127 and 125 which are very similar we'll talk about it but and 121 and everything and a bunch of there's a bunch of them yeah they're trying to do some real sneaky shit i don't think any of it's gonna pass but it's really not a good sign hr 130 hr 167 hr 95 there's a bunch i mean there's a bunch of them and technically it's not i mean they're not even being that sneaky about it yeah, the no. motherfuckers are the Republicans, who are just like, oh yeah, I'll vote for that. Yeah, we know, we know, Democrats are anti-gun. We know that. So are Republicans. Some of the worst measures in history have been passed by Republicans. Well, for sure, it's like, but they're not the the sneaky thing. That that's the thing. They're not. They are sneaky about it. Whereas the Democrats are like, yeah, this is what we want to do, and the Republicans hide under bills that they know will never pass. And they, you know, pass bullshit ones instead. No one's going yeah. for your gums. And then Beto O'Rourke is like, hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly, I can get, I can say that's pretty based of him. Cause he's like, fuck it. He's like, I it's mean, like that Chad, yeah, it's that Chad. Yes. Meme. Yeah. It's like, you know, the crying Republicans like, no, we're not going to take your guns. And it's like the Democrats like, yes, we're going to take your guns. <laughs> like, no, actually we so are. At least, you know, at least, you know, that's meme potential anyway. We'll give it that. I'd rather, well, I mean, obviously we'd all rather our politicians be honest, but I'd rather they were just like, yeah, this is what we're all going to do, as opposed to like having to guess. But rather not if, have that everybody's, if you just assume that everybody's out to their guns, then you're always prepared. For sure, yeah. If you don't register and print guns, you're fine. So yeah. I recommend... Um, I just watched this video on all of this, and honestly, it was based as hell. Um, I, it was more based than I expected it to be. This guy is um, Legally Armed America, and the, the video is Sneak Peek at Your 2021 Anti-Gun Bills. I recommend watching it. Um, it's very informative. It's very... It's, he, you can tell he's not a Republican. He even states that he is very disappointed in the Republicans, and that's why he does not trust any politician. Um, I very much recommend watching that video to get, you know, pretty comprehensive information. But um, we're going to do a little rundown of what we of what we know and what we don't know and what we don't understand and what's fucked about it. Of the pure uh, we, should, we should also um, post that video to the Centennial High Points Instagram account, which if you don't follow us, you should. 
Yeah, definitely. um, But yeah, I mean, I've been hearing about all these bills, just especially at the gun shop lately. And I mean, even I I will say even our uh, more liberal leaning members are just like, yeah, I I really don't give a shit if that passes. Like, it's kind of nice to hear finally even that side of the community just being like, yep, nope, I I don't care. Like, it's not. Yeah. This some bullshit. Well, and, and what's the thing that's not new about any of this is that these bills are hidden under names that if pretty average people who aren't, I would say, like, if you're not a gun owner and not super into politics, you read it and you're probably going to be like, oh, yeah, that, that sounds reasonable because they're hide- they're hidden under titles. Like the average provide, idiotic American voter, yeah. Right, yeah, like to provide licensing of firearm and ammunition possession to, and the registration of firearms and to prohibit the, presenta- the possession of certain ammunition. And then that's H.R. 127. H.R. 130 is to require the safe storage of firearms and ammunition and to require the investigation of reports of improper storage. And then H.R. 167 is to prohibit the transfer of firearm at a gun show by a person who is not federally licensed firearms dealer. Which, so by the way, it doesn't even exist. The whole gun show loophole is bullshit. Right. Everybody who can sell a firearm at a, at a uh, gun show is an FFL anyway. But it sounds great on paper. Of course it does. And then when you dive deeper into what is in the bill, it's just a crock of bullshit. Like, yeah. H.R. 127... I mean, there is so many dangers that come with that bill alone, just having to, um, if you don't know much about it, you would have to federally register your firearm. So basically, public information is that what firearm you own, the make and model, and where it is stored in your house. And you can be reported if someone knows that you are not storing it properly in your house, and you can get no-knock rated. So not only is your firearm possession and storage complete public knowledge, but also this gives the ATF, which they want to hire 200 plus more of those fuckers, gives them more access to no-knock rage you at any time, but based off of what one person just says. Yeah, I mean, my my whole stance on it is, I think the stance of most people is, I think it's either, basically, it's fairly unlikely that it's going to pass anyway. But honestly, I'm I've gotten to the point where I'm pretty indifferent with it just because of the fact that I'm like, okay, well, at that point, that's my tipping point. So people are gonna die. Um I, I just I truly don't think even the vast majority of the US will comply with that one at that point. Cause it, it's just there's no functional way they can pull it off. Right. Being it's from California, totally they've tried to pass like mandatory buybacks and gun bans. And on average, they get about 17% compliance. So in one of, if not the bluest states in the U.S., they can only get one in five people to say okay. I, I think on a national average, they're they're not going to get any compliance whatsoever. Right. I mean, there are Democratic gun owners as well that if they are truly... Especially recently. Right. Especially, yeah, exactly. Especially recently. And if they are truly up to date with what's going on um, with these bills... I don't even think that that they would support it either. I think that this bill is very much target. These bills, I should say, are very much targeted towards American, the average voter, Americans, and super um, hardcore leftists. 
It is funny to note that at least HR one twenty seven is coming out of Texas. Uh, yeah, Sheila yeah, Jackson. Yeah. She's not really Texas. She's a representative from Texas. Well, but, one of the things I noticed about this bill is really one of the things that this bill is doing is it's just gatekeeping gun owning for poor people. Because HR one twenty seven is calling for an eight hundred dollar fee to yeah. be a firearm owner. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's an annual fee, started. but it's an yeah. annual fee. Yep, it's annual. Well, you have to renew it every year by paying to get a psych eval and a um, basically an analysis of you. Um, so yeah, it's basically eight hundred bucks a year to be able to own guns. Um, I mean, a lot yeah. of gun control originally started to keep guns out of black hands, right. especially with Hey, going back to Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, that's always shitty. Like, oh, yeah, so, Panthers like, are arming themselves? Whoa, better make some whoa. evil mumbo-jumbo so only white people have guns. And, and if Democrats really looked into bills as much and the history of bills and where they came from and why they, why the, the purpose of them in the actual first place like they say they do if they actually did then they would not be for any of this well the whole purpose of all this realistically whether or not they're willing to admit it is they don't give a shit about the actual gun laws themselves they just want to effectively ban owning firearms and they're trying to chip away at it one step at a time because the more they can do that the more they can become the horrendous fascist dictatorship that they so desperately desire like right they can slowly chip away and erode the second amendment right of citizens so that they don't have firearms to defend themselves then they can finally become the like dictatorship that they want to be because nobody will be armed to stop them right and what i thought was interesting and alarming in that uh video that I watched, which we will we will post that to the Centennial High Points account. Um, but some of the comments were very interesting, and I recommend going through them. There were some Australians and Canadians who were saying, like, welcome to our world. Like, this is what we've been dealing with for the past... Uh, I mean, there was an Australian saying that this is what we've been dealing with for the past, like, 23 years. Like, the, slowly but surely, they have passed it to where we have basically no gun laws. I mean, there are a ton of gun laws. We have no gun rights, I should say. Good. I think, I think that this is a conversation. <laughs> I think I think this is a great time for our new segment, which is uh, the the um, one dad joke per episode. Um, so since we're all going to be felons at some point, how is this a if, good okay? Any of these cams together. Since we're all going to be felons at some point, I would like to say, or I guess ask the question, do I enjoy making courthouse puns? Guilty. What? Right. Where are you going with this, Ethan? That was a real ringer. All right, we'll, we'll cut that one out. That's staying in there. Yeah. Too late. <laughs> what the hell are you going? Like, what was the punchline? Because you cut out. Oh, it was, do I enjoy making courthouse puns? Guilty. Jesus Christ. Get it. No. Damn like, it. Guilty. God damn it, Ethan. Can I, can I, I always say, I hope uh, when we're all in FEMA camps, we're all in the same ones together so we can make like good rock paint memes. 
we'll, we'll still have we'll still have the podcast that'll just be like talking to people. Oh, yeah, it'll be a live version, and like the people that are so sick of hearing our bullshit. We all know we'll be the first to be executed. They'd be like, "We gotta get these, we gotta get these base motherfuckers out of here as soon as possible." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely dying before that point. So I'm sure you are. You're the first to go out of all of us, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I just bought a can too, so I gave the ATF a free pass to my house. Oh, classic. But that 300 blackout can is fucking sick. It is very good. I'm jealous. Yeah. I've shot it without your own. It's literally quiet enough that I went through 50 rounds, no problem, without any hear, hearing protection on. So yeah, I'm a fan. Throwing a, a blackout subsonic with a can is like it's the the bullet impacting is louder than the report of the firearm. Yeah, yeah, Nick, I, I keep making your gun better and better, and it's quite stop. lovely. Stop! I mean, keep doing it, but stop. <laughs> <laughs> I loved your response. I simultaneously love and hate you all at once. Yeah. I'd feel the same way. Honestly. A lot of jealousy, but also a lot of pride. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I'm thirty eight hundred dollars deep into that firearm at this point. Damn, damn boy, damn boy, damn boy. That, that um, ass gun. Yeah, and then I think oh. I'm gonna get a uh, five five six can in the not too distant future. Noise. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna keep buying more cans because, like, why not? And then, realistically, technically, if you have a uh, NFA item, the only thing that any law enforcement agency can demand to see is the NFA item. So, so long as I keep them in one central location, I can just be like, hey, there it is right there. I get the fuck out of my house. Um, They can't see anything else besides it. So, realistically, if I'm smart about it, I can just put one on my actual firearm and then the rest will stay locked up somewhere else. They can't see fuck all. Don't don't answer questions when they ask you, sir, what is that drill and lower receiver jig doing? <laughs> exactly. You see, you have a 3D printer going in the background. What's that all about? Uh, I don't answer questions. <laughs> so I have to looking at paying a down deposit to pick up a Ghost Gunner 3. <laughs> all right now that we got off, off track talking about guns as we typically do let's always dive, let's dive well, into these bills a little bit more let's well yeah, let's hunter wants off. to talk about cans let's talk about hr 125 which is a mandatory seven-day waiting period for all semi-automatic firearms suppressors armor-piercing ammunition which i'm pretty sure is illegal for civilians to buy anyway and um, yes and no dagny dagger dagny dagger yes but like technically right and then um all high capacity quote unquote magazines um seven day waiting period which well, the funny thing is they clearly don't know fuck all about nfa items because again to get a suppressor it takes oh, a short wait is four months the average wait is about nine you gotta wait seven extra days now, baby. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! What will I do? Well, on that, that, the best part is that doesn't make any sense because again, you can get a quote solvent trap and turn it into a suppressor at your home. So what the fuck are they gonna do? My oil cans. Oh, my oil cans. Make them outlaw those bitches. 
It's funny that this bill is actually called gun safety, not sorry act of 2021. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah, my god. I you want to punch someone in the head. Cringe as fuck, bro. The the a point that was made in the again referencing back to the video that I watched, a point that was made that I really liked was the reason why these waiting period bills and these the laws that have been passed are so stupid is because and and honestly unsafe is because most people when they have decided they are going to um buy a firearm or buy a firearm accessory but mostly when they have decided they're going to buy a firearm they they've decided that usually because they need it now they want it now they need it now and so when you apply these waiting periods it's likely that you are taking someone who needs immediate protection and you are putting them in immediate danger and that's yeah. on that's on y'all you know like that's it's absolute bullshit. They they are taking into no consideration the market of people who are buying firearms for their own protection and for maybe why they might be doing that. Well, again, well, that's a great point. In right? California, the reason why they did that, and it's the same argument. But again, it was the whole idea of like stopping gun suicides because of mandatory 10-day waiting periods. And you can literally look at their statistics and numbers. They've literally done basically nothing to affect that number itself and actually increase the um, domestic violence rates for people who are trying to buy firearms to protect themselves. Like you can literally look into California is the perfect, um, perfect example of that in action of sure. Sounds nice on paper, but in actuality it's useless. In fact, it's harmful. Right. Like some people don't have 10 days. Some people don't have a, even a week or two days or three days. Some people don't have that long for when they need to be protecting themselves. And, and you're preventing that for what reason? You clearly yeah. have not curbed the suicide rate at all. Well, and again, it doesn't make any sense. Like if you've already got a firearm, there's no logical reason why you need to have another 10 day waiting period before you can get a, another firearm. Like. Right. I've already got a gun, but I'm planning on buying another one just because I'm going to use that one to harm myself or others. Right. Like, like, if I wanted fuck? to use this for harm, I would have already fucking done it. Yeah. I would have completed that mission already. Yeah, you Please. think I would have been waiting around? No. Do we know if that waiting period is in addition to the background check, or is that... It's in addition. Yeah, it's in addition. So, if you think about it, right, that's that almost puts it closer to two weeks, right? Oh, by the way, that's something that I can share with you guys that you wouldn't normally know. That's been super sketchy. Um, but uh, the standard background checks, like for Colorado, have been on average for the last basically seven or eight months about a thousand background checks go through a day with a queue of about five or six thousand. So, background checks up until about a week ago we're taking somewhere around four to five days. And this has been something that's been happening for months. All of a sudden, overnight, without any announcement of why, background checks went back down to about five minutes. No explanation as to why. They are going through that fast, and it, they got through the entire queue and are doing them literally that fast without any description any saying hey we hired more people nothing so 
basically without passing any sort of legislation whatsoever, at least the state of Colorado has been going out of its way to delay people's ability to acquire firearms completely illegally by delaying um, background checks without saying a word about it. Whack. I mean, I know, I mean, uh, Nick, we, there, we've, recently went through a process of this yeah and... i bought well that's gun i bought the waiting period is probably or the background check was probably only two days i want to say and the guy explained it that it was going to take longer because there's a huge influx of people right buying guns right now and so it's going to take longer and it, yeah it only took about two days yeah, two days yeah i was kind well, of the ak i just picked up and i got that in about 10 minutes well, well this was a, was a handgun yeah, this was so. a doesn't matter. It's the same background check process. Same background check, but yeah. Which also is, by the way, bullshit. The way they run the process, it's basically completely automated. It's just right. some lazy fuck over. Uh, what is it? It's the. Uh, it's not Nix, but basically they use Nix to run it. But um, literally they just click and accept or deny button based on how the uh, computer analysis runs. So they could easily run several thousand. In an hour, they just don't, because it's the government. For some reason, artificially yeah. slow down the process. Because I know in uh, Iowa, when I bought my rifle, I mean, I was in there for maybe thirty minutes. Yeah. It was it was very immediate. They were like, "Okay, we're gonna run your background check," and like, yeah, five minutes later, all right, you're good. Yeah, so I, was looking, I was looking at this HR one twenty five bill and how it says, you know, the banning of armor piercing ammunition. And I was looking to see if it had a definition of what armor-piercing ammunition is, and it doesn't. So I'm assuming that goes to the ATF's discretion <laughs> to determine yep. what exactly armor-piercing ammo is. And based on their previous history of their definition, it's not good. Because, you know, as we all know, M855, the steel tip 556 is perfectly legal. But 7N6, the pretty much the Russian variant of M855 for their AKs, is not legal in the U.S. because that's considered armor piercing, but still just a steel core. Same, essentially the same thing as MA55, but that's illegal. So I mean, that one's obviously politicized because it's Russian and Russian bad, but it just shows how inconsistent they are on determining things like this anyway. So it's it, it doesn't bode well for anything when the well, government... again, if you cast and reload your own bullets, it has no effect anyway. Like it has yeah. no a way to stop people it's just more bullshit it's just because they want to and and why anyone wants to keep trusting this kind of shit in the hands of the federal government i will never understand i mean look at all of our federal programs and look how they're doing like the va for example absolute trash city none of it is good they don't know how to do anything they can't do anything like, I don't know why anyone is a proponent for any, you know, federally run program or uh, regulations or honestly anything. It's beyond me. I just want to say, ATF, let me buy my steel core Russian bullets, please. They said no. <laughs> they said no. They said no, only lead core. No. I mean... Lead core is fine as long as you don't hit someone in the armor. If you hit flesh, that's going to fuck them up. But, you know, well, doesn't know what we're talking And about. I think we've talked about this before, right? And Hunter mentioned is the uh, Dagny Dagger basically, I mean, it basically invalidates 
all of that legislation, right? Because it's armor-piercing ammunition that you can build on your own. So if you know how to reload, you know how to make armor-piercing ammunition. And it's with parts that are very difficult to regulate. So basically, the, the point is moot. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay, should we move to HR 30 then? Which is the, uh, where is it? Where's the title? Uh, it's about pretty much trafficking of firearms. The Gun Trafficking Prohibition Act. So let's see. Uh, Increase public safety by punishing and deterring firearm trafficking. Yeah, so straw purchasing of firearms. It shall be unlawful for any person other than a licensed importer, manufacturer, collector, or dealer to knowingly purchase or to attempt or conspire to purchase any firearm otherwise affecting interstate or foreign commerce. So that kind of falls into the commerce clause or interstate commerce clause that Congress uses to pretty much use a loophole to control like almost anything they want. Well, and, by the way, if you've actually filled out a 4473, it's basically already a law that's in effect of you more or less can't be the non-buyer by being basically literally on a 4473 it asks you are you the transferee slash buyer because of the fact that as that bill is trying to target you're not supposed to buy for somebody who can't legally buy for themselves so it's already on the uh basically gun registration list they're just making it more defined and more ridiculous yeah they're just making it more complicated than it needs to be yeah for no reason because it's already there right then there's also trafficking so that's defined as it shall be unlawful for any person to ship transport transfer uh, the cause to be transported otherwise disposed of two or more firearms to another person in an otherwise or or otherwise affecting interstate or foreign commerce so pretty much you can't sell more than two guns at a time to like someone else it's kind of I think this is the one that um is that you can't you can only buy one gun a month i think this is the one that is um, and the other bitch of it is it's also trying to target uh heritage ownership where basically a family member from another state dies and you inherit all their firearms yeah that's where that one's a pain in the ass and they're trying to make that not a thing basically yeah they're trying to remove that you can inherit somebody else's guns like that because of the fact that they're like no like you're gonna get guns that you're not allowed to have solution just don't die <laughs> bingo you nailed it Live forever. <laughs> yeah so this one's all about purchasing and transferring guns once they've already been like purchased or uh which is why if you need to for any nfa items or any specific firearms Put them in a trust because of the fact that the, as of now, there's no functional way that the federal government can regulate a trust like that. So it's the same way for like suppressors. If you set up a trust, your family members who inherit it don't need to get a tax stamp and wait to get approved in order to be able to get the gun or the uh, suppressor. If you have it in trust, they get it automatically. That's nice, at least. I wonder how long that'll be open. Uh, they they actually can't block that one as of now. I'm sure they're going to try to, but I'm sure currently with legal standards, they can't. Some real slimy shit. Uh, okay, the next one. Be surprised. HR one twenty one is the next one. This one's really simple. Uh, it's just called Gun Violence Reduction Resources Act of twenty twenty one, and 
all it does is provide the funding to hire 200 more ATF agents, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Which is gross. The express reason to investigate and enforce gun laws. Like literally, that's all these ATF agents are doing. Okay, so I was I was looking at that right, and so like 200 ATF agents, split that up amongst 50 states. That's like what four agents per state. Like what? Like what difference is that going to make? I guess right. Not whatsoever. Like I guess you have like four more ATF agents, which is a bad thing, but like. If you're going to do 200, why not do 2,000, right? Like, double down, right? Right. I mean, it's honestly... It's honestly just to... I guess, yeah, that's a really good point, but it's honestly just to... More ATF agents, more no-knock raids, more... Everything. More bullshit. ATF, ATF bad. You heard it here first. <laughs> ATF what? Hot take. ATF bad. Oh my god, no way. Wait. What? You're crazy. You're nuts. It's also worth noting that the person who's in charge of hiring these people is the U.S. Attorney General. Is the one that uh, is like the final say with all this shit. And the current U.S. Attorney General is Monty Wilkinson. And it was William Barr before that. Isn't Monty Wilkinson like so anti-gun? He's fast anti-gun. Yeah, he's like hardcore anti-gun, a hundred percent. So you know he's gonna hire people who are also anti-gun. anti-gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's federal agencies are already bullshit anyway. So yeah, absolutely. Like everything they've ever done, <laughs> it's consistently bad. And then people refuse to say that it, it's that it's not. And it's like, guys, please look at what they've done to everything. So Should we dive into the big well, one? Then? Yeah, actually, it was pretty funny. Before you dive into the big one, um, I've had like DEA and ATF agents come into my range while like people have had either SBRs or full autos. Or the best one was one guy brought in a 50 cal, and the agent got all sorts of pissy and like complained to me as the RSO. And they're like, they shouldn't be allowed to shoot that. I'm like, if they can't, neither can you. Like, they have every legal right to have that and own that in the state. I'm not going to stop them. And they get all sorts of this. They're like, that shouldn't be in civilian hands. I'm like, then it shouldn't be in your hands either. Big yeah, guy. Like, that should not Based. be in your hands. Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> who are you? But yeah. Fortunately, in my range for all the times they lack nuts, they've actually backed me up on that one where I'm like, yep, nope. Like, if you're a federal agent and you believe it shouldn't be in civilian hands and I've called you out for it because I've had a couple of uh, DEA agents, it was two DEA agents complain about it and like complain about me. I was like, frankly, if you've got a problem with it, feel free to pack up and leave my range. Like I have no interest or desire to have you there if you're going to complain about another customer's right to use their own firearms. Right, and like they, they are literally admitting, hey, I'm better than this person and they should not have the same weapons as me. Yeah, and they got yes, and they haven't been back since. So yeah, my range actually had some nuts and we're like, well, RSO made a decision. It's within our rules. Fuck off. I was like, oh, cool. Good to know. Good. Good. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so yeah, HR one twenty seven. It's the big guy. That's the Oof. Ooh, pisses me off. Literally the worst. She named it after after herself. Way. Of course. No, Just Wait, really? It. No, I, I lied. It was. I thought it was her name, but it's not. I lied. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> her name is Sheila Jackson. Yeah, it's not what it is. Um. Anyway, so yeah, obviously we talked about the licensing of firearm and ammunition possession. So you have to, uh, let's see, it says under the firearms registration system, the owner shall transmit to the bureau the make, model, and serial number, the identity of the owner, the date the firearm was acquired, and whether it will be stored. And notice specifying the identity identity of any person whom of any period of time during which the firearm will be loaned. So every single thing about the gun and anyone who might ever have access to it. You know what else is this encompasses is when um part of this is when you go to purchase a firearm you your family and friends will be interviewed before you are allowed to have that firearm. Yep. So, so again, anyone that you're in contact with can say literally anything about you and you're out. Also you have to pa- pass a psych evaluation that is run by the federal government. So they determine what is mentally stable or not, and oh, they yeah. determine who is capable or not. This is another example of California. Like one of the cases that's near and dear to me was in California, they don't have quite that, but something similar, um, especially with the new red flag laws. And a guy in Hermosa Beach lost all of his firearms because his ex wife said he was a danger to himself. And the cops seized all his guns, and he spent two years and I think twenty thousand dollars in legal battles trying to get all his guns back. And the Hermosa Beach Police Department actually destroyed all of his firearms anyway, despite five different court orders to turn them over, um, and still haven't faced any penalty for doing so. So that is so fun. San Diego County Sheriff who's potentially destroying an original uh Oh my god, AR one eighty and it hurts my soul. And there's like a petition with like thousands of signatures to stop them. Should we burn California? It's not going to. Uh, I'm I'm from California and I want to burn California. So uh, the deadline for registering all your shit according to this bill is within three months of the bill being in effect. Or in terms of afterwards, the day of you acquiring the firearm, it's so not going to happen. That day, you're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> it's then, not going to happen again. It it, it no, literally will not go through. How bullshit this law or this right. bill is. This bill, in several points, immediately turns thousands of Americans, law-abiding American citizens, into criminals immediately upon passing. Like, that's absolutely outrageous. And not just criminals, but but felons, right? Like felons. One, of, one of the provisions of this bill, right, is any any magazine over ten rounds is a felony possession. Right. I have at least oh, eight thirty yeah. round magazines, which are standard ish, like standard capacity, and it's per count, right? So yeah. I would be eighty years in prison for owning magazines that hold more than ten rounds. Right. Ethan, every gun owner ever owns a magazine over 10 rounds. Yeah. If I literally just included my ARs and my magazines alone for my ARs, because again, it's you have to NFA all of them, 
if oh, I just did a life sentence, it'd be over seven grand. Just yeah. in the $200 tax stamps alone for each one. Yeah. And again, this one isn't in control of the ATF. It's the attorney general. Ugh. And another thing, it says that this, this database of everyone's information is not only available to all law enforcement, but the it's military. available to the public. public. Yeah, the public, and it's provided to the military. Why the fuck does the military need to know they what civilians own guns? They don't. They want to well, and military. like, imagine you're a criminal, right? And you go, ooh, there's a national database of who has firearms and who doesn't. I'm going to search this address. Nothing comes up? Great. I'm going to that house. Or, right. ooh, like this person just got a Barrett and they're out of town for the weekend? Sweet. Guess where I'm going? Go get that Barrett. Right. And, and like, let's consider, okay, let's take into account what Democrats find important, right? They find um, equal rights for women. They find that very important. And they also find important um, mental health. And the, they're against the stigmatization of mental health. This includes... Both of those are thrown into the absolute trash in in this bill just alone. Because one, you have, let's say, um, we all know that um, it's a common thing that women are just followed around by people sometimes. And okay, you get, you get followed, this person looks up this woman's house, looks up their name, and they know whether or not they own a firearm and whether or not that they are able to protect themselves or not. Immediately putting a woman in danger. Then with the mental health stigmatization is that this psyche evaluation that you have to pass that is just completely um, regulated by the federal government and just made up as they go along about what is um, mentally stable or not. You were also saying that, okay, because you may have mental health, health issues, something as simple as like ADHD or anxiety, you don't have as many rights as other people because of that. So those go directly against two things that they have stated that is very, very important to them. Well, and the other thing, right, is minority rights, right? If, if minorities are struggling, like struggle financially, right, if the per capita income is lower and you're charging them $800 a year to own a firearm to protect themselves in a neighborhood where police are already being brutal to them, and they can't trust the police to protect themselves, then all of a sudden you have an issue where not only can you not trust the police to protect yourselves, but you can't even afford to protect yourself. Right. Like, because if you have to pay $800 to own a firearm every single year, well, maybe that $800 is going to go towards a firearm to protect yourself, but now you can't afford it. Exactly. And it just really goes to show that it's like they don't actually give a shit about the issues that they say they do it's just no. they want so badly they're so anti-gun they will they will ignore every issue that this may cause for people that they find quote-unquote important and issues that they find quote-unquote important no. it's 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 gatekeeping at its lowest level from a financial standpoint and just from a political standpoint right right it's like, like oh like, like it's okay now because the democrats in control but you also lose the right to own this firearm because you can't afford it financially now. Well, and again, that, that's pretty much been the basis of almost all gun control in history is just more or less stop undesirables and 
generally that means either like it, it basically means whatever portion of society the government doesn't want armed by passing laws that on the surface sound like that, but in actual practice are, hey, if you're poor or of this group of religious or racial or whatever, what have you, basically that's how they effectively remove firearm ownership because of the fact that they're just like, hey, like, we're just going to regulate it to the point where you can't afford to have it so that only the elite and rich and powerful who can get the permission to get it can actually still access guns. Right. So here's something, here's something I learned about this bill. So obviously it requires a license, which uh, one, you have to be 21 years of age. So at 18, you can sign up for the military and die, but you can't buy a gun to defend yourself. Um, so you have to do the criminal background check, which is already in place. You have to do a psychological evaluation. And then third, I didn't know about this, but you have to do a training course that includes at what? least 24 hours of training. Jesus. Yeah, I saw That's that one. Insane. I'm like, are, they, uh, are they going to pay for this training for me? Cause and then also you have to have insurance. Because I, I, I have some classes in mind, and I wouldn't mind if they were paid for, you know. And there's two, there's two separate licenses too that come, an antique firearm display license and a military style weapons license. Right. So everyone that owns an AR, you need a new fucking license. Yep. And this also bans any gun fifty cal and above, I believe. True, including like fifty AE. So if you have a Desert Eagle, you just don't have a Desert Eagle anymore. <laughs> you, yeah. No, you don't. The state owns your. Desert. You have a Desert Eagle? No, you don't. The psychological evaluation has to be done by uh, a psychologist that's approved by the attorney general. Mm -hmm. So that's sick. Um, yeah. Yeah. Part of the psychological, psychological evaluation is the interview of uh, any former spouse, at least two other persons of the member's family, uh, like friends and all that shit. Stupid. You can say literally anything. Someone could have a grudge against you and just say, mm, nah, and then you're out. So all these reasons for uh, denial, suspension, blah, 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 bullshit. Uh, renewal. Let's see how they renew the license. Request uh, the renewal by the end of the 60-day period because of the date the license expires. Oh, so it's only a three-year license, too. So every three years, you have to redo it. That's And you have to do another training course that has at least eight hours. Oh. This is such bullshit. <laughs> this is like the worst gun bill ever put this to paper. The worst ever. I mean, if they were smart, and we know that they're not, but if they knew anything, they would know that if if they passed this, which I doubt, I really doubt, but if they did, it's not gonna go over well. It's gonna be really negative. The outcome it's is going to be, be extremely negative. Or it's literally going to be just a, if they try to actually force it it's going to be a bloodbath is this what i'm saying is it's going to be wildly a negative situation not good for anyone is this lady who is bringing the bill forward sleeping with the attorney general because she's really cucking the uh, atf on this <laughs> the, like, uh, even, even the 800 insurance uh tax or whatever you want to fucking call it 
is going to the attorney general. So like the ATF gets nothing. <laughs> We're talking about Sheila Jackson. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she made the comment uh, where she was talking about the Mars landing. Yeah, if they wanted to see where the the flag that Neil Armstrong planted on Mars. Yeah. (laughs) Not to be confused with the congressman who was talking about how if you had too many people on Guam, it would tip over. Or it was the wind. Yeah, but yeah. So here's here's some of the guns they call out by name as uh, military-styled weapons. So you got Norenko, LOL, <laughs> Kalashnikovs, all models, uh, IMI, Uzis and Galils, Beretta AR-70s, Colt AR-15, FN Fals, FNCs, M10, M11s, <laughs> Steyr Augs, TAC-9s, uh, revolving cylinder shotguns, similar to a street sweeper, Striker 12. So those are all the guns that they call out by name. Which, like, because it's because a shotgun becomes so much more deadly when it's a revolver style. Yeah. Right. right. And they also say a semi-automatic rifle that has the ability to accept detachable magazine, at least two of the following. Folding or telescopic scock, pistol grip, uh, bayonet mount, flash suppressor, or grenade launcher. (laughs) Bayonet mount. And then, yeah, semi-automatic pistol. There's an ability to accept attachable magazine and at least two of mag- ammunition magazine that attaches to the pistol outside of the pistol grip, a threaded barrel accepting a, a barrel extension, flash suppressor, forward grip, or silencer, a shroud attached to partly completely or partially or completely encircles the barrel and permits the shooter to hold the firearm with the non-trigger uh, hand without being burned. Manufacture weight of 50 ounces or more when the pistol's unloaded and a semi-automatic version of an automatic firearm. And then the shotgun one is the semi-automatic shotgun with a folding or telescopic stock pistol grip that protrudes conspicuously beneath the action of the weapon, a fixed magazine in excess of five rounds, and the ability to accept a detachable magazine. So that's like any cool gun ever is on the list. (laughs) Yeah. God, this is this makes me mad just reading this shit. Uh, so yeah, penalties. Whoever knowingly violates this shall be fined not less than seventy five thousand dollars and not more than one hundred fifty thousand, and imprisoned at least fifteen years. So you're at least getting fined seventy five thousand dollars and in prison for fifteen years if you violate this this law. I mean, again, my stance is if they can pass it and get it through and yeah, actually yeah. enforce it, it's, it's boogie to pass it. But yeah, this is definitely going to be the tipping point if this does pass. Like, Not going to go over well. Your beans and bullets. <laughs> Not going to go well for, oh, you. for your bangs. Bangalores. Beans, bullets, and bangalores. Damn straight. What we what we at the Centennial High Points personally uh, certify that meme is so nasty of the the redacted. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that bill is that bill's cancer. Trash, trash, garbage. Or again, if you haven't noticed, even there's no Democrats who are even willing to co-sponsor the bill. So yeah, no, I I doubt it's gonna pass. But like the fact that they even have the audacity to try and do something like that. Yeah, they said they said the bill like there was a there was a like a like a independent like survey that was like 
yeah, this bill has like less than a 1% chance of passing, but the fact that they're trying to pass it at all speaks volumes, right? In terms of what this administration is going to look like for gun owners. And it's not going to be good. Nope. But I mean, the thing is, is we knew that. It's not shocking. I think what people need to get a grasp of is that Democrats trying to pass this. I mean, guys, we knew this. Like, okay. But how in the last four years, how shit like this has not been slowed down or stopped shows you that the Republicans may not be anti-gun, but they're not pro-Second Amendment. Well, and the problem, right, is Trump sent, like, the worst precedent ever by enacting gun legislation through executive order. Because let's say this bill, like, makes it through to the House and it fails. And then Biden goes, oh, okay, I'm just going to fucking pass this through executive order anyway. And then when the Republicans get butthurt about it, it's going to be like, well, Trump did the same thing with bump stocks four years ago. And you don't have an argument against that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, and then Trump will be like, well, you know, I tried to pass the, the concealed carry. It's like they hide under the bills that they know aren't going to pass that are quote unquote pro second amendment. They know they're never going to pass. And so they can hide under them saying that they tried to pass them, but the Democrats never passed them. Yeah, that's their. So they can get away with bullshit. Right now, the Republicans are trying to uh, pass the what the Safe Hearing Act mm-hmm. and the National Concealed Carry Reprocity. Right. But now that they know that they don't have the majority and they can't pass it, it's like, oh yeah, we're we're trying. We're we're so pro two A. It's like you guys literally had the Senate and House for four years. You could have passed it then. You fucking assholes. Exactly. They never wanted to. Yeah. They they didn't pass it because they did not want to. Like just if they enough. wanted to, they would have. So now, end of story. Yeah. If they wanted to protect the Second Amendment, they would have done it when they had the capability to do so. Now, next election, they can be like, "Oh, we tried doing this bill. See, we're pro two A." It's like, yeah. no, you're not. Fuck no, you're not. Anyway, these last two bills that we had, HR one thirty was just uh, was just the safe storage of ammunition firearms. Essentially, it says you can't store a gun and someone like the at a residence that the owner isn't allowed to own a gun kind of deal um it's really short it's just kind of bullshit and then hr 167 is the the gun show quote unquote loophole where it just says uh it's unlawful for a person to transfer a firearm at gun shows unless the person's a licensed dealer which which is already as you said yeah it's already a thing so that's just kind of a fucking fluff bill yeah essentially 127 is the big not good (laughs) but yeah so that's that's good that's all good everything's good if this podcast made you angry good it should have if you're republican and you somehow listen to us (laughs) and you're mad good go fuck yourself (laughs) if you've ever been pissed off by uh the centennial high points reading a gun bill go ahead and hit that subscribe button Guys, like, comment, and subscribe. Yo, like, uh, comment, Grand share, Thumb. and subscribe. So, if uh, Grantham is listening to this, we would love to have you on the podcast. Um, I don't know what why we would he be listening about. to. This? Shoot your shot, Ethan. Hey, <laughs> you know we have we had sixty listens on our last podcast. 
kind of a big deal. <laughs> Grand Thumb could have very easily been one of those people. So oh, funny that would be honestly out of the 60 people, one of them was fucking Grand Thumb. <laughs> and, and he had the audacity to not like retweet us. Yeah. <laughs> he had the absolute audacity. The audacity of this bitch. Good. Harry Potter and the audacity of this bitch. So what we need to do is just tag Grand Thumb in every post we make from now until the end of time. Day one of posting shit post memes until Grand Thumb comes on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't think I have the I don't think I have the commitment to do that. No, no, I don't. I don't either. Day six thousand thirty-two. Um, it's like you're posting from like a a BlackBerry from two thousand six on the little cell service you have because the world's gone to such shit. All right, boys, is this Let's enough angering up. for one night? Should we wrap it up? I'm I'm pretty well pissed off, so I'm I'm good <laughs> to wrap up. The yeah. wine's getting to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I've finished a whole bottle of wine in like an hour, so let's uh, let's wrap up. How are you not drunk off your ass? Uh, <laughs> who says I'm not? All right, you don't sound drunk off your ass. You oh, good. Drill sound in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sponsor. I'm trying to get Grantham to sponsor us right now. So, yes. <laughs> All right, folks. Who wants to, well, if who you listened to this far, we appreciate you. All right, good. Love that for me. Love that for me. That was great, Miss Lawless. I couldn't have said it better myself. Any last comments, questions, concerns? Um, Don't eggs of head boy. Don't fucking comply. Just don't. Period, queen. You tell them. Please don't say period. Period, queen. You tell them. Oh, gross. Um, I'm Ethan. You can follow me at uh, Rocky Mountain Agorist on Instagram. Um, I've posted like four memes in the past like two weeks. You're Rocky Mountain Agora on Instagram, not not uh, Yeah, you know why? Because I got fucking banned. <laughs> fucking horse shit. Got yorted. Anyway, I'm Nick. You can find me on Instagram at November Whiskey. I had a post sometimes. I'm Hunter or Liberty and Landmines, and I, I, I post occasionally, I guess. Pretty sporadic these days. Um, Yeah, same. I'm Miss Lawless. You can find me at Miss Lawless underscore on Instagram. Actually, I'm more active on Twitter. Same handle as Instagram. Follow me there. I'm, I say more things. I get more fights on there. So, yeah. All right, guys, thanks for listening to us ramble and chat for the we'll last get angry. Hour. Yeah, uh, we'll catch y'all on the next one. On the flip side. Bye.